Millennial Archives. Today we are going to be recording episode five. Um, I'm a very busy person and last week we had to take a little hiatus because I was um, on vacation, like always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. We've, it's a lifestyle. Vacation's our, a lifestyle. Our loyal fans missed us. So today's topic is going to be about friendship breakups. Um, yes. I'm sure all of us have gone through them at some point in our lives. And let's get into it. So let's start off by talking about reasons for friendship breakup. So friendship breakups are a normal part of life. Friends come and go. It's just, you know, the seasons of life and you know, you go through stages and maturity and personality changes, et cetera. Um, what are some reasons that you think friendships break up, Elise? And what is your view on friendship breakups in general? Well, okay. So when you're talking about a friendship breakup, I think there's two kind of, there's two distinct ways that people grow apart as friends. And Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, they just fade out and fizzle mm-hmm. out in friendships as you grow in age, mm-hmm. and that's pretty normal a lot of the times, like, from high school to college to, like, adult life, like, people mm-hmm. just drift apart, and your priorities change, and your interests change, and everything along those lines. Or there's also the type of friendship breakups that really suck, where there's, like, some sort of instance or falling out that happens that you disagree upon that ends up ending the friendship which is not obviously something that anyone likes to go through but I think those are the two main reasons and I've had a few of both of them Mm -hmm. so what about you Emily what do you think the reasons are for people to break up as friends So I definitely agree with you on those two aspects. So, you know, number one is growing apart. You know, everyone matures in life. Well, hopefully people mature in life and you grow (laughs) as a person, you go through personality changes, you, um, you know, develop different interests, et cetera. And growing apart is just a natural part of life. So definitely that. And especially um, I would say, because we're in our early 20s, so especially um, high school to college transition. A lot of those friends from high school, you do tend to grow apart from and realize, wow, like I was only friends with you out of convenience, but I wasn't really friends with you based off of like, you know, our common interests and our common values kind of thing. So there's that. And then the falling out part, that's kind of the one that really sucks. Um, Something basically falling out means something um there's this event that happens that causes you to not be friends anymore I also think that there's a sub- several other ones um like what I think one of them can be differing values so this kind of goes hand in hand with like maturing mm-hmm. um I don't know as you get older and you start to like condense your social circle and the people in your life down a little bit more you tend to focus on having people around you that have the same values as you and the same morals and what I mean by that is like um do you guys prioritize prioritize the same things in life do you guys have the same social or political beliefs 
do you guys have similar like lifestyles and stuff like that, which I mm-hmm. think are really important. Like I said, you can constantly be changing. And so, if, you know, one friend really changes, you can't really connect with them on that level anymore. Yeah. Um, I also think it can be a one-sided thing. So there could be one friend that is still super involved and super committed to the relationship. Whereas one friend is kind of like holding back and like not as interested anymore, which really hurts as well. I think distance Mm. and proximity. Like if you have a friend that moves halfway across the world, it's kind of a little bit harder to maintain that friendship and you have to work kind of like twice as harder because that's what I've been going through right now. And I have to work really hard to maintain my friendships um it's just a matter of like (laughs) it being two-sided so distance can be one and then the last one which kind of goes hand in hand with falling out is betrayal when someone does something so horrible and terrible and (laughs) evil and vicious to you that they're just done and cut from your life like that's like the worst out of all of them is betrayal yeah I would agree I think that um, that's definitely the hardest one to go through, but they all do suck. I would say betrayal is the hardest one too. So as like humans, we who like create relationships with other people, we don't view friendship breakups as like a normal occurrence in our lives because when you do have a new friend, you don't really necessarily think about the ending of the friendship because in your mind it's like it's not supposed to happen and why would it ever happen kind of thing whereas I feel like in terms of romantic relationships um there's always like a little seed in your head that's like oh it might not work out like I might not end up with this person etc but with friends you don't think about the end you just think oh they're just there and they're gonna be there forever kind of thing yeah um and so when these friendships end I think we tend to view them as like shameful like and a personal fail like Mm. you're you feel shame that you couldn't make the friendship work and then you feel like oh there's something wrong with me and the fact that this friendship didn't work out in the end and I think like any other relationship um it takes work on both ends so the one-sided thing like it can't be one-sided it has to be two-sided in order for the friendship to work at the day I think everything happens for a reason so Hmm. just had to trust the process yeah you do have to trust the process I think that like the progression throughout a friendship like you said is very different than like a romantic relationship but I think we'll get into that a little bit later too Mm -hmm. sorry if this is a depressing episode you guys (laughs) but you gotta have some depressing ones here and there (laughs) <laughs> so let's get into some personal story times. So Elisa's going to go first. We're just going to, we're not going to, um, you know, call out anyone or name anyone, but we're going to talk about our personal experiences with a friendship breakup that has happened in our life that has impacted us or taught us a lesson. Um, so it's kind of multiple. sad, but yeah, <laughs> multiple lessons. Yeah. Yes. So um, Elise, you can take it away with your story time first. Okay. Well, Okay now that you're saying depressing I don't I I would like to think yes it is a depressing story but in the end at the end of like a friendship breakup or any sort of life occurrence 
you would like to look back on it and at least take away that you learned something so I don't really view it as depressing anymore so if you're listening to this story uh (laughs) don't don't get too sad but so as I said at the beginning there I have had um a fair share of friendship breakups for various reasons a lot of them had to just be like drifting apart but I would say the one that sticks out the most in my mind would be the instance of betrayal Starting off in high school, back in the good old days, I acquired a friend through a mutual friend that I wasn't too sure about in the beginning. And you know how when you get a gut feeling Mm -hmm. about somebody when you meet them and you want them to prove you wrong. 100%. Yeah. And you you like don't want to immediately meet somebody and just be like, oh, bad vibe. Yeah. Sometimes you should listen well, to your intuition. No, no, no. Here's the thing though. It is about maturity because when you're at the age, like high school, like you don't like, yes, you do pick up on energy a little bit, but not so much as when you're an adult. Cause when you're an adult and you mature, you're really protective about your energy and your circle. So I feel like that's nothing to do with like you. I think it just has to do with the age. Yes. I think that's, yeah, very important because I would never continue like a friendship with somebody that I immediately like felt my guard was up mm-hmm. but essentially what had happened was I felt that way and then against my better judgment continued this friendship um and it was just in general like a toxic sort of friendship and relationship um it wasn't the type of friendship that you makes you feel good about yourselves <laughs> um mm-hmm a lot of just general like you know we all sometimes have those friends this is a very high school thing too where they just like put you down and like to make themselves feel better by saying bad things about you and it's kind of like a frenemy in a way because you yeah you can go and like do fun things together and party and whatever but they're still gonna talk about you behind your back and just generally not be a nice person I don't know if you have any experience with that Emily but no yeah maybe it was just me completely disregarding my intuition I don't I never had that as a personal experience but I feel like I can see and I have maybe heard of other people doing it because I like you said I think it's a very high school thing because in high school people are immature people are insecure people are jealous and like for this person, for this friend that you're speaking about to act like this, like she obviously had deep-rooted insecurities and deep-rooted jealousy issues for you, like in regards to you. Yeah. So and I don't think it was just me specifically either. It was probably mm-hmm. just everyone in general. I think okay. every every like mean thing that somebody does probably goes, it's a lot deeper than surface level. Mm-hmm. So like looking at it in hindsight, it's like, eh. Like there was something going on. So that friendship progressed in that way for years. How many years? mm, How many years were you? Four, five, something like that. So the the friendship lasted four to five years? Yeah, I would say around that long. Um, The friendship had progressed this just, it was just a cycle of, oh, they're like, fun to hang out with we do fun things together whatever and then some they would say something mean and they would do something bad and they would do something Mm. and just Mm -hmm. generally not be a good friend and 
as you mature, I think you learn, put your guard up after someone shows you that they're going to start doing stuff like that. Because I should have stopped that friendship a long time before this event occurred. (laughs) Did anyone ever tell you that this person wasn't good for you? No, no, I don't. No one ever told you? No, but I think it had to do with like, again, immaturity and just... Mm -hmm maybe nobody else also realized they also were thinking the same things as me and just being like oh it's not that big of a deal oh they can just be annoying sometimes whatever you know it just kind of seemed like a normalized way to act in like the circle Mm -hmm. right and it eventually progressed to essentially (laughs) essentially um after years of this going on and just sort of being like shady friend um the individual had decided to cheat on her boyfriend with my boyfriend (laughs) it's just so nice of her to do (laughs) but in hindsight the relationship was also bad the friendship was bad and I was able to cut out both of those people from my life so mm-hmm. all in all it was kind of a win at the time it was literally the most ultimate betrayal that could have ever happened and I think the only thing that could be worse is if that happened when you were married <laughs> oh my god like the only way that that situation could really be worse is if you're like married with children um in terms of like betrayal but yeah uh, so that was very heartbreaking to me at the time and I can honestly say that the friendship breakup was more disappointing to me than the relationship breakup and I think we're we're gonna talk about that too like how getting over like a friendship breakup differs from like a romantic breakup but mm-hmm. the I feel like from that situation I did learn so much and it had a lot to do with just like generally trusting my intuition and like I would never let anybody treat me the same way that they showed me in the beginning because if you let people do that they just end up hurting you more in the end people don't really change after they keep after you allow that kind of behavior it just ends up getting worse and they get away with more and more (laughs) so that was a very large and life-altering lesson that I learned from my friendship breakup and relationship breakup too. But the friendship breakup, like I said, hit a little bit different for me. That um, sounds very traumatic, Elise. Is, yes. Would you consider that? Would you consider that a part of your trauma? This <laughs> friendship breakup? Um. Yeah, that was definitely. I don't like thinking about it, but like sometimes I wonder if people. If, if the people involved in the situation ever realize like the true like I guess traumatic effect that that had on like the rest of my life um, right because it really was or like, felt remorse oh I definitely would like to think they felt remorse I would like to think that I would but another so. thing too is if they did not if the parties involved did not feel remorse that just says more about them being like sociopaths yeah that's true I do think they did though and I hope they learned from it but I how terrible yeah I like I wonder sometimes if they realize like the extent 
of how that ends up like affecting a person because I think betrayal is like one of the worst things you can do um in terms of like a friendship breakup because if you don't want to be friends with someone just don't be friends with them you know yeah <laughs> and these are said and done though yeah that's not really like a very good not even it's not a very friendly thing to do <laughs> so all in all that was a great learning experience for me from that yeah. friendship breakup and I took away a lot from it but yeah not a good event mm-hmm. <laughs> in the timeline what about <laughs> you Emily I've I'm getting upset and sad because I hate sad stuff like this but because like I just when you like rehash that story like I, I said this in the last episode when we were speaking about high school but your trauma affects me because like I care about you so much that when I hear these stories again it like triggers me and makes me upset oh well thank you so well, I'm sorry like, I'm just really I'm just really sad and upset right now because like I hate that story so much I mean it me, like, me too but it's it's a good story in the end because we got to remove those people and we never yeah, have to feel true. obligated to speak to them again that's because, very true <laughs> which is good so yeah. like it though, hasn't happened for for you to like move on with your life yeah not only that it I really do think it made me like a much stronger person in the end because kind of like I said I put up with that sort of stuff for so long and yeah. I would like I should have not I should have but I learned to cut off people that act even slightly like bad like that like I'm not gonna immediately <laughs> if somebody's if somebody's gonna be shitty to me I'm not gonna be the yeah friend. and it's simple as that if you like I'm just gonna I don't want to be like I'm immediately cutting you out because if somebody like makes a mistake that's a different thing but if that's just your personality or the way that you act all the time I don't even want to talk to you <laughs> so but I would have mm-hmm. never done that and that kind of goes into what we talked about about high school and like what we learned from it is like I used to be such a people pleaser and I would have never even thought about like ending a friendship or something even a relationship because Mm -hmm. like I just was like oh it's okay like I'm a forgiving and kind person and you you can't always be nice sometimes you have to be mean and I don't even think that would be mean to just like cut somebody else it's just setting boundaries and I learned to set my boundaries a lot higher so it was good Mm -hmm. in the end okay (laughs) that's great no like you should take every shitty experience in your life and find the silver lining because there always is a positive and everything yeah negative I I see it as more of a positive now than negative at all which is kind of crazy but (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay well that's great (laughs) that means you've had peace with it yes now let's let's hear about your depressing friendship breakup now it is very sad but I wouldn't say it's depressing like it's just not as traumatic as yours (laughs) but this story time is about someone who like I very dearly loved and cared about and she was such a very special friend in my life so I did start off this friendship in high school too and in high school remember I said I was a floater so um one of the people I floated to was 
this particular friend <laughs> and so like we just because like I'm a floater I didn't have a group but she has you know her own group and everything and so um her and I started a really meaningful friendship in high school and we had loads of fun together um yeah it was just great she's just a fun person and anyone who knows her um can agree she's such a presence in the world she's super bubbly and warm and like no like I'm not even exaggerating but when she walks into a room like it's like sunshine and she really is just a great person and a great human being all around so we started off being friends um in high school and then when we got to college um I mentioned this before but I kind of had a hard time my freshman year and so most of the time I wanted to like get off campus and so conveniently enough, she had been going to a school nearby. So on the weekends, I would um, take the bus to her campus. And so we would hang out on the weekends and we would have the best time ever. And so we just continued our friendship into college. And it was just a grand old time, mm-hmm. you know, being crazy, carefree, young. And it just was like, like to this day like I look back on it and I get really sad because I wish it never had ended and I I still love her very much and I wish her the best but it escalates I guess to when um I had graduated I had graduated a year earlier than most of my peers so this Mm -hmm. was when I was graduated and she was probably she was definitely still in school and so um at this point in time, obviously she was only home for the summers because she was still in school. So that summer um, we had met up and we tried to spend as much time with each other as possible. But ever since I transferred schools and then she ended up transferring schools as well. So um, we didn't have, you know, those weekend trips anymore. Um, And then obviously, you know, we had made new friends. And so I think she was a little like we just had different lives basically, but she was still my best friend, which is normal. So this isn't going mm-hmm. to the French breakup. I'm just trying to describe the story. So we have our different lives and our different campuses um, the following year. And so we would only see, be able to see each other during the summers and the summers are really fun too. And so after college is over for me, um, I'm trying to see her this summer. And so this friend, she had always been this way, but it's something that I never really, it never was that detrimental, but she's always been a very like flaky person and very like wishy-washy. So in terms, and like, if you know me, you know, like I need a set time, place and date or else. And an itinerary. I need an itinerary. And if you cannot fit me in your schedule or if you cannot (laughs) make a date and a time happen, I won't show up and I won't be there. And like, I'm not about it because you know, I just not like that. It's just not that's my just, feed. And yeah, so that's, your that's just how I am. And then, um, that's just how my brain works. Not even my, my boundary. Like if someone like says, Oh, Hey, maybe let's hang out next Thursday. I'll be like, okay, sure. And then next Thursday comes and then they're like, Oh, want to hang out? I'm like, Oh shoot. Like I didn't even remember because I didn't put you in my calendar. <laughs> so I can't hang out with you. The but itinerary. anyway, so she's very like wishy-washy and go with the flow and, um, flaky. So during that summer, the last summer, as you, as I'll put it, (laughs) um, she just kept doing that. So we would try to make plans like, oh, let's get dinner Wednesday night. And then Wednesday would come and she'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I have to help my parents with this. And then I would be like, oh, let's do this. And she'd be like, oh, like 
blah, blah, blah. Like, so basically things kept happening, but it was kind of too, I'm not going to say it's only one-sided. I think it was a two-sided thing as well. Cause like when she wanted to hang out, I wasn't available when I did, she would flake. Like it just was a back and forth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so during this past summer, like I said, we had had different lives at that point in terms of like me having a career, not a career, a job. <laughs> Me having a job and like me going to a different school, her going to a different school, her whatever. So at this point in time, like she, because she's such a like a a light in the world, she has many many friends, and so many some of those friends weren't always people that I was fond of, and some of the social circle that she hung out with, it just I was just very like disapproving of it. I don't, yeah, I just. I'm just, they're probably never going to listen to this, but basically (laughs) they're just like people I disapproved of and just like kind of low quality people with like low vibrations for me. In terms of what? Like in terms of like quality human, like, like no, like the values aren't there. The morals aren't there. Um, just very immature and just not, I don't want to, this is a very strong statement, but I like not good people. Yeah. No, I think I, I hate think saying not no, good you're people, but to, I just Yeah, I think you're I just hate saying not say good that. people, but I just think they're people with um really horrible morals and values. Yeah. That's that's I, I could that's, never that's, imagine like being friends with these people or like being around them in that sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I said, she's such a friendly light in the world, so she really attracted so many different types of people and so there's a group, particular group of people that she was attracting that were very like low quality human beings. And so over time, like when people like that, I think this kind of goes in hand in hand with like your situation, but when there's like a low quality human being, they see they're like around or see quality human, they kind of like latch onto them and like kind of like leech onto them and suck the life out of them almost. And so these group groups of people like weaker, it's just like a, also um like the natural way of the world like weaker beings will want to latch on to stronger beings so that they could like you know yeah survive like negative and so and cruel people are attracted to positive people yeah and so it just was only natural that these people were very very attached to her and so she being the person that she is watered these friendships and their friendships didn't approve of. So basically over this past summer, she had been spending more and more time with these folks. And I really just disapproved of their company. And I had spent a couple of times, I had spent some time with them as well. And I just realized like, they're just horrible, horrible people. I don't want to be around. And so it just came down to the point of us, quote, like, I guess, drifting apart, which was made me kind of really sad and heartbroken, obviously, because she was spending time with these individuals. Our schedules didn't match up. She wasn't putting as much effort into the friendship as much as I was. So it was kind of more like a drifting apart, growing apart, and also kind of like a one-sided thing. Whereas Mm -hmm. I felt like I was watering the friendship more than her. And so I think enough was enough. And I kind of, I kind of got fed up from my end. And so I stopped trying. And so when I stopped trying, like nothing was really done on her end. And so it just fizzled out. And I can't really remember if a specific event happened, but basically we just never hung out again. 
and it like haunts me because I love her so much and I still do and I like still have her in socials and I wish her the best and I hope she's living her best life um it just makes me sad she was such a light in my life and she was one of my best friends for quite a long time Mm. and that was that that's so it's so strange too how it just you can just like see someone and then just like never hang out with them again you're like oh okay yeah I guess that's the end of that I know and it's so sad like wow we're best friends oh yeah wow we're not it's like strangers to friends friends and strangers and strangers again friends and to lovers and strangers again yeah basically no I think that also that is that is so sad but I think another thing with that is it does kind of play into values like you were saying because I think I've also had a lot of friendships where I didn't really agree with their values or and in my opinion the people you hang out with values kind of reflect on your own values like I wouldn't hang out with people who were just like bad people so if you have friends that are like that I feel like you're kind of condoning of that behavior so yeah I don't think that it would just just be like okay she stopped talking to me that's the end of it like her value is it's okay if you're gonna be a really evil (laughs) and cool person like I'll still hang out with you like that for me is a line that I like don't I don't like to cross into because it's shady to me personally that's a really great point actually because I I totally forgot to mention this but um because she was really close friends with this group of people it made me see her in a different light and so I mean I'm not gonna say oh we just stopped hanging out and I didn't like her friends that's not what happened like there's a lot more to the story but I had expressed my concerns to her about these people and so when I would do that she would make excuses for them she would agree with me she'd be like oh I see where you're coming from I totally agree with you but and she would say beads but to make excuses for them and so for her I think yes it was a reflection on her because she is such a nice person which I think could be her Achilles heel that she was allowing anyone into her life and so mm-hmm she has really great values and I think she still does but I think because of um how she grew up how she was raised the people that she is surrounded with it's like I feel like this person is very oh it's constantly conflicted like she's Mm. constantly conflicted um, for being a good person having good values versus how she was raised and the people that she should be hanging out with which which are these groups of people Mm. And I know this does make makes no sense because I'm not going into detail and I don't want to like name names or anything, but it's just, it's just so hard. I think that's like the, it's just the hardest part is like, I know she's a great person and I know that I love her so much, but it's just this horrible thing had to happen where she is weak enough to hang out with these like terrible people and yeah. just let it be okay. Yeah. I think that at least from my own personal experience because I feel like I was basically in that situation it's it's like when you're you can be a nice person but 
you have to set boundaries because you can't be nice to everyone. That's just yeah. not like that's how she is. I mean, <laughs> I just guess nice some, everyone. People, some people can do that. And like you can be cordial. I'm not saying like you have to turn into like an evil witch. <laughs> but yeah. like um if you are like oh I don't want to be mean and not hang out with these people like because they're gonna like not understand why or if you don't want to hang out with people you don't want to you don't want to hurt the bad people's feelings in in her own situation I'm going to assume because this is for my own personal yes experience. you don't want to hurt their feelings either because you're such a nice person and right. you don't want to tell you also don't want to tell them you're being a bad person because a nice person wouldn't do that and that's mm-hmm. like kind of a very pushover trait but mm-hmm. that's just not healthy and like I don't think that um it's just like a, it's not really a good way to live because you kind of just condone that behavior and people just keep getting away with it if it because mm-hmm. they think oh this super nice person doesn't care it's fine like whatever nobody they're never gonna learn to change their behavior if they ever don't ever face any consequences from it you know yeah so at the end of the day like I wish her the best and I hope she's living her best life um but I I can't have that energy in my life so yeah story time complete at the end of the story another tragic day in a friendship breakup yeah let's talk about friendship breakups versus romantic Mm -hmm. um I will go first so um friendships I feel like most people automatically like I, I mentioned this earlier on in the episode but when you acquire a new friend you kind of subconsciously and automatically assume that like they're the one because you really like them you like their company and there's really no question about if they'll be in your future or not it's just kind of like an unspoken thing oh they're gonna be in your future they're your friends everything's going great there's like no like added pressure on to like how long it will last kind of thing yeah and you and like typically you do expect friends to last longer than relationships yeah um not that you go into every romantic relationship thinking, oh, it's going to end eventually. Like, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But, um, you know. And then yeah, in terms no. of romantic relationships, there's a lot of weight and pressure on ourselves to think, oh, is this person the one? Is this person going to be my partner for life? Um, how long are we going to be together? Are we going to have a family together? Like, you think of, like, more serious notes like that. And so I think that's the difference where romantic, there's a lot of added pressure to answer. Are they the one for me? Am I going to end up with them? And then with friendships, you find a good quality human being that you love spending time with. And it's no question that if they're going to be in your life or not, like they just will be. Mm -hmm. And so when the friendship ends, it's just like a more of like a hit to you because you're like, oh my God, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel and I don't know would you say which one would you say hurts more however I mean I think they're different 
in a way. They're, but. They are different. Because, see, that's kind of a hard question because, yeah. like... I asked like, a loaded have, question. <laughs> yeah, that is a loaded question because, like, you can have your heart broken in different ways. Like, like a family member can break your heart. Yeah. Um, friends can break your heart. A romantic interest can break your heart. Um, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Okay, I I'm think, sorry. Okay, maybe I question. do know how to answer it. <laughs> I have to think about it. Okay, so what I'm going to say is I think friendship breakups, for me personally, this is my personal experience, friendship breakups for me tend to haunt me mm-hmm. for a longer period of time, whereas romantic breakups, like, it's, it, like, really, really hurts, but it's, like, all at once. Yes, that's what I would, I would, I would say the exact same thing. Because when you're, when it's like a friendship breakup, like, from my, like, so when you're in a relationship, you have that label of like, oh, you're in a relationship. And like, when you're friends with someone, it's not like you put on Facebook, you're like, friends, (laughs) friends, and then you stop being friends and you like, change your relationship status. Like, it's, it's not like that it's much more nuanced so and people don't automatically assume that like you stop being friends with people um unless you like were to be super public and like post about it or something dramatic but like when you're in a relationship people will ask you like oh are you still dating this person like how is that going but nobody really asks about your friends in the same way I mean maybe they do sometimes Mm. if they haven't seen them in a while or something like that but mm-hmm. for the most part, people just assume you and your friends are, like, still friends. Mm-hmm. And that can almost be worse when you're not friends, especially in, like, a haunting way like that. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I still love and, like, care about this person. and But we don't really talk anymore. Like, I don't know if we're mm-hmm. still friends. Would they consider me their friend? It's not as cut and dry. Definitive. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like when as- it when a romantic relationship ends it's like okay that's the answer all said and done but with friendship breakups it's like there's more of a gray area yeah like oh can we move past this if we can't like do we still like care about each other like yeah yeah and like will you there's there's still obviously the possibility of rekindling a relationship but from what I would I guess say from my own personal experience I feel like a friendship has like a a different possibility it's like a the same possibility of like you can rekindle a friendship if you start hanging out with someone again and the whole time in between you still probably liked each other but you just weren't around each other as much or talked as much and you could start talking again it won't be as weird as with like Mm -hmm. a romantic relationship where people are going to be asking all these questions and Mm -hmm. like asking like oh are you back together with this person do you have a label again are you boyfriend and girlfriend again Mm -hmm. so yeah it's yeah it's you're right about the gray area it's a perfect way to put it I was reading this blog and it's called repeller blog and there's this quote that I kind of wanted to insert in um it's by Mallory Rice and she says I sometimes think that's why women experience these friendship breakups so intensely 
A lot of these relationships are so close that they take on qualities of what we typically associate with romantic relationships, even if it's not sexual. And so I think that goes into like the fact that like it hurts a lot in a different way in terms of like you feel haunted by it because when you are, when you have like a best friend, when a woman has a best friend, it's just so intimate in a way that like, it's kind of different than romantic. Cause like, obviously you're you're not like having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Obviously you're not having intimate relations with this person, but you're having much deeper emotional connections. Not even much deeper. That's like, I don't know how to word it. It's just no, different. Like a- I think a lot of a lot of the time it can be a lot deeper. Um, there are people that are in relationships and they would say like the person they're in a relationship is also their best friend, but that's mm-hmm. not always the case. But it's like when you see like a video or like a like a funny little TikTok and it's like, I'm not gonna tell anybody this, and then it's like obviously you're gonna tell your best friend. Like they're gonna know like the weird oh, yeah. shit. Like they know like so many things about you and like your thought processes and they've most of the time been with you for a lot longer than a romantic relationship like Mm -hmm. if you have like a long-standing like friend they know like they've seen you through like so many different pieces of your life and even different relationships like yeah romantic relationships so it's like damn they really know me you know Mm -hmm. Like, Emily, you knew me in fifth grade when I had my transition <laughs> lenses. And, like, we have pictures to commemorate that time. But, like, I'll never date anybody that knows that that version of me, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, that's, well, that's perfectly said. <laughs> so we can sum this up. And I just wanted to say the last thing in regards to this topic is no relationship's perfect. Um, or friendships or romantic like Mm -hmm. absolutely none Um, and anyone in your life can deeply disappoint you at any moment in time (laughs) so that's just the commonality of it like I mean that's just a part of life like life is just unpredictable like there could be a moment in time where like I like really disappoint you and I break your heart and there could be a time point in time where like you know future love interest can seem true you never know but at the same time like that's why it's important to be selective about who you let into your life Mm -hmm. (laughs) to hopefully prevent stuff like that from happening especially traumatic events so (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's head into tips and tricks on how to get over a friendship breakup because this we just established it can be sometimes harder to get over than romantic so um what do you think Elise I think disappointingly enough the biggest thing is time because being able to look back on a situation with like a new set of knowledge and like fresh not fresh eyes Mm -hmm. but like a different perspective on it is the best way you can because kind of what I was talking about a little bit earlier at the time of that specific like friendship breakup I was absolutely crushed and devastated and just felt all the feelings of betrayal and all at once and it was like 
very I was very angry and moving on and like progressing and like growing in my life I look back and I just see like the only reason that ever happened to me is because that person was deeply like had a lot of their own issues and that doesn't mean make it okay and it doesn't mean it will ever be okay but I can understand more so why it happened and I can take the lessons I learned from it and look back on it and like not be super angry and fuming and all of that stuff but I think it is important though you can't just say oh it'll get better with time and continue to think about it in the same way and just like stew on it you have to like actually kind of try to like learn and grow as a person outside of that relationship I think to look back on it and learn stuff you have to like expand your other relationships and see the good in other things to see what went wrong in the last situation that would be my number one tip is time and learning and probably therapy (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think when you were talking about how time plays a role in it I definitely agree with that in terms of healing in general um but you said you were going through like sadness anger whatever and I just wanted to say when a friendship breakup happens it's a loss in your life you're losing this friend that you thought was going to be there forever and depending Mm -hmm. on how meaningful the friendship was to you it's you know it can really really hurt and so just like any other form of loss you do go through the stages of grief so you kind of like mentioned some emotions that are in the stages like sadness anger, confusion, whatever. So you have to work through those stages of grief, just like any yeah. other um, loss. So that's um, something I wanted to point out. And um, like you also said, you don't want to just sit there and stew on it and um, kind of like cope with it and healthily. You need to learn different tools and skills and how to cope with them. And so from this, you mentioned um, therapy can be a good thing too. Like if you have a therapist, it'd be great to like, you know, use them as a resource to work through it. You could talk to your other friends about it, um, you know, have a, have someone to listen to you. Um, I think every relationship is unique. And when you do have a friendship breakup, it's very different than romantic because you don't get an answer or you don't get closure more, yeah. more times than not. Yeah, that's true. Like, like even though that terrible, horrible thing happened in your story time and like, it kind of wasn't answered like, oh, she like cheated on her boyfriend with your boyfriend kind of thing. It's still kind of like, you. there's still kind of like no closure in a way that you're like, well, why did she do that? What was yeah. wrong with her? What was wrong with me? Like, did she not love me enough? Like there's always gonna be questions and answers or no, not Mm -hmm. answers. There's going to be questions. And so I think more oftentimes than not friendship breakups, you're left with like not knowing, like where did it all go wrong? And it just, that goes into the whole haunting part of it. Like it's just very haunting. Yeah, that's very true. Like I can draw my own conclusions from it and guess what happened, but do I really, I'm not going to talk to her again and ask her like, yo, so what were you thinking? Cause it's just not like that anymore. Whereas like, 
with a relationship breakup I think mm-hmm. you are very it's very valid to want to want actual direct answers to those kinds of mm-hmm. questions and that's yeah. very normal but it'd be really yeah. weird and well I don't think it would be that weird but I think it would be weird to go to somebody after a friendship breakup and ask them those questions me too so, I think it's weird well it's yeah. unconventional yeah it's Whereas, not normal like, when you break up with a romantic relationship there is an answer more times than not like oh we broke up because we like you want kids and I don't or we broke up because you cheated on me like or we broke up because we want different things out of life like just there's an answer and then with friends you're like what I can see this happening why because you started being friends with somebody for a reason it's like okay um yeah I don't really know what's happening anymore and you just kind of like have to assume and figure it out <laughs> yourself and there's always going to be a lot of unanswered questions I think for yeah. me and you just have to come to peace with it there's also other like coping mechanisms that I think can apply to just more than friendship breakups but I think practicing gratitude is a really big one um, you know think about all the good times you had with them and all the laughs you had and the season of your life that they were there for um, because you know you and I, we do look at the silver lining. Um, during a dark yeah. time, there's always something positive to look at. So, you know, you can be sad that it's over, but don't dwell on it and just be happy that you got to experience the good times and the good laughs and the good memories. Yeah. Um, another thing too is like self-reflection. Maybe like ask yourself some questions um, of like, why did that happen? Why did you allow it to happen? Just ask yourself some questions and be introspective. I think journaling can help, meditating. I mentioned, you know, talking to a therapist or a friend. Just like all the basic normal self-care tips mm-hmm. on how to cope. But um, at the end of the day, there's no template. There's no right or wrong way to get through it. Yeah, they just kind of suck sometimes. But we already said it's yeah. kind of like part of life. Okay, so it's our favorite time of the week, which is favorites. So, Emily, what's first off on your favorite? <laughs> I'm going to stop saying first, but what's your favorite? <laughs> yeah, can you please stop putting the added pressure of ranking yeah, everything okay. in my life? These are in no okay. particular order. Um, okay, so my first favorite is an artist. <laughs> Ooh. And she is a local artist. I was going to say local Irish. She <laughs> is a local artist here in um, Honolulu. And Ooh. she is an illustrator, but I think she's more associated with like designing stickers. Aww. So I love collecting stickers and I just love buying stickers and collecting them. And so mm-hmm. um, she sells a lot of her stickers in random boutiques all around the island. And I have recently been obsessed with her and I went on her Instagram, followed her, whatever. Um, Her Instagram handle is clean machine. So it's K-L-E-N-E machine. And so you can go give her a follow on Instagram. And she also has an Etsy. So if you want to order stuff off her Etsy, you can do that too. And so my roommate and I, we got matching stickers because my my, I got my roommate into into stickers so then we got into stickers 
so then we went sticker shopping whatever and then basically we found this artist so that's kind of how we discovered her but yeah she has some really cute designs um it's very like I guess Asian influenced like she has like hot pot stickers and I don't know how to describe it but it's just very like Asian influenced and it's just really cute it kind of reminds me of like um like Japanese style um of illustration yeah okay what's favorite number two Favorite number two, I really want to gatekeep, but um, I guess like gatekeep girl boss. Um, I I love my TSA pre check. I gotta say, oh, it is so good. Guys. You're gonna like, gatekeep TSA pre check. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> want it to be crowded. I like I love okay, being true. the only person in line and like whatever. So it's so easy, guys. You just sign up online um and then you go to the appointment at like your local um office or whatever and it's less than hundred dollars for five years which is so good wait really yeah it's less than a hundred dollars for five years and I travel a lot so it's so worth it for me and it has changed my life I hate taking off my shoes. I hate taking out my phone and my laptop. I hate taking off my jacket. I hate taking out my freaking jewelry. Like all these like freaking random stuff that I have to do when I go through the airport. I literally show up. I'm the only one in line. I've used it like three times so far. Mm -hmm. And it's, I get through in one minute. I'm not even exaggerating. Like one minute, maybe two minutes max with regular, um, like TSA. It takes me like 10, 15 and I know it's not much of a difference, but no, it's life-changing. I didn't know it was that cheap. How much was it? I don't remember, but I think it's less than 100 What? I definitely would get yeah. that. <laughs> That's why I want to gatekeep it, because I don't want people like you in <laughs> Well, too late. You just exposed it to all of our five listeners. <laughs> oh, it's $85. It's $85. Oh, like, for five years? Yeah. That's and insane. So if you renew it, eighty-five, another eighty-five in five years. You know, but when you break time, it down, yeah. it's like what eighty-five divided by five. Every time I see those people get in line, I always think they're like better than me. They are. Well, okay, now I have to get <laughs> they it. They are. <laughs> they oh are better God. than you because they knew. They knew that. Okay, well now I know. But wow, that's crazy. I thought it was way more than that. No. Why? Huh. I mean, I never thought much about it either. I was just like, oh, okay, good for them. Their first class. And then I was like, wait a second. I travel a lot. I need to do research. And then it changed my life, guys. And that's why I want to gatekeep it because I feel like no one knows about it. Because, like, you, you go to the airport and then you see the TSA pre check line, but you don't think anything of it. Of like, oh, how do I get it? You just are like, oh, good for them yeah but now your girl was like hey I I travel a lot I need to freaking get through this stupid line no I'm gonna I'm gonna get it and I don't even travel that much yeah you should that's totally worth it wow yeah 85 dollars for five years um highly recommend for just me (laughs) just you okay do you have any other favorites yes my last favorite I actually discovered last night it's a restaurant here in Honolulu called Rigo and it's a Spanish Italian restaurant 
and they have like tapas and pasta dishes and pizzas and it was so delicious and I'm very harsh when it comes to like food but this restaurant was kind of very unsuspecting from the outside but on the inside it's so swanky and it reminds me of like a hotel restaurant from like the 70s it kind of gave me like awesome power vibes and it was so like moody and the ambiance in there was like amazing the service was great the food was delicious and I just overall loved it. So last night I got the ceviche, delicious. Mm. Uh, the pulpo, which is grilled octopus. And then I got a carbonara with portobello frito. And then I'm hungry. my friend got, what did she get? Oh, the pork chop, which I know you don't eat meat, but it was, everything was really, really good. Um, so I, I gave it an 8 out of 10, which is pretty good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty good. That sounds so good. The carbonara sounds really oh, good. Oh, Elise, I think it was the best carbonara I've had in my life. <gasps> I'm going to have to try that. And We're that's have to a get big it. statement. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that sounds it was so good so right good. now. Yeah. So, yeah, my last year it was a restaurant. Mm. And that's that's it for me. Okay, well, my first, <laughs> my first favorite of the week is going to be also kind of a restaurant, but it is the Grange Outpost, which I talked to Emily about a little bit previously, but I tried their food. It was, it was okay, but specifically, the pastries at this place are absolutely insane, and my favorite is the pastry heart which they don't even call it a pastry heart it's called a palmier palmier emily do you know how to say that it's apparently french and i took spanish in high school so i don't know anything about that a oh, palm palmier a palmier <laughs> i have maybe whatever it is it was the best pastry heart pommier whatever you want to call it I've ever had in my I life think you can, I think you can say palmier or whatever you're palmier. saying palmier <laughs> it's palmier so it was so good I was obsessed with it my dad's obsessed with the, like pastry hearts in general mm-hmm. so I bought him one and he said Aww, it was the best one he ever had his in his entire life so I ended up wow. buying him a half dozen for his sixth birthday that's so cute what a nice daughter yeah look at me go but they i don't know what the heck they do to these things it's just so good (laughs) drugs so good it's better than drugs jeremy (laughs) yeah basically it's like the perfect texture like crispy on the outside and then it's like not too much icing the icing isn't too sweet the inside is like that perfect chewy just honestly the best pastry and then I also had um a grapefruit olive oil cupcake and it was one of the best cupcakes I've ever had as well so that's been a favorite Mm. and I keep going back just for those my Mm -hmm. second favorite of the week is going to be my new Uggs (laughs) you have Uggs yes so Emily you know I've been um shopping way you got too the much. mini uggs 
yeah I did I returned the other ones so how I did you get the other ones what do you I mean? thought they were sold out I thought the minis were sold out they actually only had my size left so I think it was fate and <laughs> I ordered them they're the minis not not the short so they're the second shortest size I don't know what they're mm-hmm. called not the ultra mini the mini just mini and I've been wearing them every single day as just like house slippers I haven't worn them outside yet I haven't decided if I'm going to do that or not because I feel like mm. I just think about from high school getting them stained and how ugly and gross they got that's but, why you have to take her like do the treatment if you want to wear yeah. them outside you have to do the treatment yeah I haven't done that yet so maybe I will maybe I won't I haven't I just haven't really had a reason to wear them out of the house yet but yeah I forgot how much I love these things they're maybe they're ugly maybe they're cute I don't know maybe they're ugly cute but they are one thing and that is comfortable (laughs) (laughs) if they are anything no one can deny how comfortable they are and my feet are so warm and I have anemia and I always have cold feet and hands so it's literally I just wore I've been I'm wearing them right now I've been wearing them all day <laughs> nice so that's gonna be my second favorite so then my third favorite of the week is going to be an artist slash song I guess mm-hmm. and we've been talking we talked about euphoria on one of the other our other favorites and one of the characters in Euphoria is Dominic Fike, who plays Elliot in it. And I knew I knew some of his music previously, but I just didn't really think about what songs I knew from him. Mm-hmm. And I just started listening to his music again, and it's actually so good. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've listened to it at all, Emily, have you? Yeah, I listened to it before Euphoria. <laughs> yeah, and I just like... I don't know I forgot that his music was really good so I've just been obsessed with his songs recently they're very upbeat for the most Mm -hmm. part which is really good because I'm trying to listen to less depressing music (laughs) but specifically yeah he's he's like my favorite genre it's like indie pop that's my favorite yeah yeah I think his top song is probably like my favorite which is three nights but I also love the song Cancel Me. It's just so funny and just such a good song. And he's it's it's funny because in the show he sucks, but his music sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's multifaceted and talented. Yeah, and very talented. So we love him. Okay, well, I think that's gonna conclude my favorite and Emily's favorites for the week. So if you want to follow us on our social media we would love that you can see us post post our picture of emily's sticker and some other all of our other favorites and just keep up with us in general mostly you can also look at emily's really cool stories that she posts of her in hawaii and currently here it is like 30 degrees so it's very ugly outside but her stories are beautiful so yeah check out my stories guys (laughs) okay so i think that's gonna conclude our episode for this week so we'll see you guys next time Bye. bye